what's good what's happening we're back again we bike doing it another time for y'all for us for the culture for the 99s and the 2000s yes yes of course this is cth season five claire Clear the haze. Episode three coming at you live right now. Yeah. What's good? It's me. It's your boy Will T. Dub T. Skywalker Johnson. I got a lot of monikers, but you guys know me. I'm out and here doing it. And who we with? Who we with? Who we with? I'm Toby. What's good? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Simple as that. So straight to it. Yeah, man. So uh what's good what you been up to living life you know um trying to find joy in where in wherever you know the little things the big things Mm -hmm. just been living good how have you been that's good i've been i've been solid honestly i uh i've just been living life preparing for whatever craziness tries to come my way and navigating the craziness that is the world and life Mm -hmm. and going from there i mean it's all anyone can really do i guess it's all we can do it's all we can do in this crazy crazy world i know the speaking of crazy worlds you you watched cuties yep we're gonna get right into it yep 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 cuties uh that was uh, uh that was intense it's it's not even watchable a second time. No, because there's no plot. Well, there's there's a plot, but it's very very shallow. It's, it's a shallow plot. It's very a, it's shallow. Very vague. It's and I mean it's it's true because any person. So so first of all, let's back up a little bit. Yes yes yes. The movie Cuties is a movie on Netflix right now. It's causing a lot of stir. A lot of controversy. Yes. Um, uh, directed by Maya Muna. Yes. Ducore. Uh, so sorry if I butchered your name. Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry, sis. Sorry, but what was um, you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I don't. So. Okay. She says it's to spotlight. Ooh, no, let's tell, let's tell them what the movie's about okay, first. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I should, okay, me. Okay. So, according to the interwebs. First of all, there's six percent liked this movie. Oh, that six percent, I'm watching you. I know, right? Side eye, That's <laughs> side the, eye. You, you get the eye emoji for sure. Triple time, t- time, yeah. triple times. Yes. Yeah, like three what? times. Um, so it says, "Cuties" is a 2020 French coming of age drama film written and directed by Maya Muna Ducore in her featured di- directorial debut. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the like blurb and. Um, it says the plot revolves around a Senegalese French girl with a traditional um, Muslim upbringing who is taught between traditional values and internet culture. Mm. So, sounds innocent, right? Right. It isn't. It could be <laughs> all of that and more without the imagery that was displayed. Yes. So, the movie centers around um one uh, yeah. one two, young three, girl four. well one one young girl who's the main character who's the main character do we even ever oh her name is ami amina um, i think ami. ami not yeah doesn't matter her name doesn't it doesn't matter but it doesn't really matter in so the, her name's ami and that one girl ends up linking up with this bad girl crew called the that go called by the cuties yep, yep 
that's their dance group name. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be in it because they're everything that she is not allowed at her house. Yes, she's a Muslim girl yep. growing up in a what has now become a one parent home, which is ending up becoming a three parent home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of drama is going on. And I mean, that that's a real thing that people have to deal with. Yeah. And I guess the point of all of the nonsense was to spotlight the fact that okay yes this young girl is simply acting out because she's upset about the fact that her dad is taking another wife Mm -hmm. when and the mom isn't there to help her with it because she can't even deal with it Mm -hmm. so this is simply a tale of girl gone mad and the way he described it, you know, that sounds like a movie like I would want to watch. It sounds like a. It cool sounds movie. interesting. It sounds right? interesting, until you actually watch it. Until you watch it, and then you're like, okay, a lot of this is very gratuitous. So mm-hmm. the problem doesn't come from the movie itself and what it's about and what it stands for. The problem is the way it was delivered, packaged, executed, and given to the, the general and the public. visuals that they felt that we needed to see. Right. Because there's, first of all, the movie has to get screened by the director, has mm-hmm. to get screened by the producers that put the money up, mm-hmm. has to get screened by any competition committee that you submitted to. And I think, which it, I won, believe it was a Sunday. Exactly. I think it went to Sundance. Yes. And it did very well because exactly. Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it ended up on Netflix, which it passed their code of <laughs> ethics. Exactly. So exactly, exactly. I mean, the, 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 the itch, the interest from the powers that be runs deep within this field. Yes. But that all of that being said, the shots of girls twerking, whatever. It, can I say? But it, it's the zooming in. It's the zooming in. It's the, <laughs> like, when they introduce us to the character with the glosses, the leader of the kids. Yeah, the leader of the kids. It's very... It's, the little Latina girl. And the thing is, we both watched this movie to form our own opinions. Right, and we watched it separately. We watched it separately as well. So, literally, we're like... We're going into this. We've seen the scene on Twitter with them dancing at the competition. Let's right. actually watch this movie. Right. And I watched it and I was watching it like, I should not be watching this. Like I said, the introduction of the girl with the glasses. And they also hit different like tropes of like the sexy, nerdy girl, the yeah. blonde, blue eyed girl, the yeah. dark skin, you know, like, right, and it's right. like, okay, well, I get that you're hitting all dark these skin points. Dark skin girl with the attitude. The dark skin girl with the ar- and then attitude. The, the chubby. Innocent, the virgin. You, the, the virgin and there's a yeah. chubby girl as well. Oh, and so, the chubby girl too, yeah. Even though, you know. Who they did dirty. Yeah, there was some <laughs> drama there. Multiple times. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's that. And it's, like you said, the zoom in shots. Right. The amount of times the camera zoomed in to the genital area of these girls was alarming it was a lot like, i don't mean to lot. sound like you know some like super conservative and we're person, not we're but not prudes at all we're but not like, but when you're talking about what are supposed to be 11 year olds mm-hmm. as stated in the movie itself because mm-hmm. they came up on a group of older boys and they were trying to act older and the virgin girl told them that yeah you know we're actually 11 yeah so the thing is is if we're looking at a, a video of 11 year olds, first of all, it was awkward just being introduced to them because the way that they introduced them was in 
the slutty like mini skirt Dons, tight yeah, leather yeah. stuff and they're at school so first of all <laughs> No school is going to be like, oh, y'all can just show up and, and yeah, chill out here like this. Eleven year olds. First of all, you be parents would be called, child services would be called, a lot of people would be called if any at any responsible school. I mean, I don't know if they're in London, maybe that shit will and go they're down. They're supposed to be in France. But yeah, they're in France, so you make it sound so much better france <laughs> but um <Ooh>. yo <laughs> anyway so basically the movie the movie the way it carries through and we see these dawn scenes and again the storyline itself makes sense on paper but the issue is the visuals so many kitty crotch shots so many ki- lots of you kitty can have a drinking toe. game you shouldn't because you shouldn't even be watching this movie but the <laughs> amount of times that i've seen midriff boobies boobs but actually and show vaginas. anything but thing. i mean close enough if you're in yeah. your underwear there's yeah. just a thin layer of fabric between it and it's not to sound prude because i mean we're all adults. people are sexual and you, your sexual growth starts at a very young age as yep. evidenced by the movie you can't be ignorant to that because we was all wilding when we were younger <laughs> yeah but the thing is that's not what you want to promote no because yeah that stuff is going on unfortunately there are fast ass kids out there that are doing stuff mad young and now that everyone has a cell phone and internet yep kids know what's good way before we knew what was good earlier we had to get on dial up and see (laughs) yeah you know a picture had to wait and risk (laughs) getting caught (laughs) mid download so it's like Nah, everything's instant. Everything's there. Kids know about Pornhub. They joke about it. I saw this video online where these kids were in an auditorium, and I guess they had like a little a little school band there. Mm-hmm. And the drummer decided the drummer and the bassist just decided to play the Pornhub theme, and it was just like yeah, and everyone's just everyone's just like oh shit, like you're oh, going crazy. They just see the red, uh, know, orange right? um, like, logo. Was in it their worth head? getting suspended, dog? <laughs> but you went viral, so you, screw you it. You went viral, fuck you went it. viral, dog. <laughs> Still one, but yeah, it's just <sighs> it just it shouldn't make the viewer uncomfortable. Yes, it made and me very uncomfortable. If you're comfortable this. with watching it, then you have to admit to yourself that you have a. Some, a, a complex yeah some you taboo desires have some taboo desires within that you may or may not have reckoned with but you can't deny it's there because no. it the average person is going to not to say that we're average because we're exceptional <laughs> no, but <we> are. <laughs> the average person will watch that and feel just awkward because it's the kind of movie that you have to watch alone preferably <laughs> yes alone uh so no one judges you and I imagine you're... watching that with your parents oh i like, would oh. i wouldn't have finished watching it we wouldn't have finished watching it because it's also the uh, first right. kitty crotch shot i know my parents even in my adulthood would have been like nah you can't watch this <laughs> my, my mom would be like oh this girl need a whooping so bad <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did. She get. She got. She, she got, got a whoop. She, she got, got a whoop. She whoopings. was getting whoopings. Yeah, and she was she, getting whoopings. But like, it is what it is. What yeah. sticks the to me? The pastor was like, "She ain't got no demon, bro." Dude, what sticks to me is she just the, that scene with her. First of all, the scene with the security guards and the scene with yeah. her cousin. Yeah. 
the that, scene with the security guard is is telling and the scene with the cousin because they're essentially the same they're scene they're the same scene but however it's just, different they, reactions they just turn the notch up like it was yeah. like why why is this necessary and why? that's real too because like you think about like this security guard he's about 40 he's a loser working at what was that the mall uh yeah it was like a club oh oh, no it was the laser tag they snuck into yes yes yes, so he's just working at laser tag security fat white balding and these there's your prototypical pedophile right there and who was interested in the girls when they started flirting to get out of trouble that guy yeah and the the latino dude's like bro are you serious like, yeah just, it's it, just... it, it got to the point where it's like yo this guy might actually mess with these girls so i'm gonna just let them go yes even though i was caping hard for them to get in trouble <laughs> exactly but you know like, what y'all just get out of here to get before, away from this nigga yeah before my co-worker <laughs> i know right before yeah. we all get rode up damn yeah it was just we say all that to say that the I don't think the um means. But what happened with the cousin though? You didn't. Oh the cut. Co- oh my god. So <laughs> the she stole her cousin's phone earlier in the movie. Yeah. Her cousin just never Huge chose to call hole. his phone know, or right? find his iPhone. Like, I guess I he was like, nah, my phone's missing. But he kept the service on. <laughs> <laughs> He kept the that. service on. It worked. He kept the service on, it was even though gone. his phone was just gone. He uh, so we we see that obviously she had um, Ami had taken the phone so she could get access to the internet and watching. So mm-hmm. okay. Also, I have to say something. Which about is how also they, an a side note that she's a kleptomaniac. She's a little she klepto. Steals yes, frequently, but, which but, is how she got the phone to begin with. Yes, but. When she gets the phone, the first thing she looks at is the strippers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, first of all, these sex workers are just minding their business, doing their jobs. Mm -hmm. Getting paid to be in a music video, whatever they were doing. So so you're demonizing sex workers while promoting child pornography? Right, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, I I mean, to me it's an accurate scene because if you're in a puritanical household like that and a muslim household is super strict you can't do nothing especially as a young black girl yeah so i think maybe i get the interest but the way that they're painting it as like oh strippings are so bad yeah then you have these little girls that are in fact little low-key strippers on stage with dance moves yeah and (laughs) and watching the movie feeling like okay you know what they're gonna redeem it they're gonna redeem this that's the problem the 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 resolution is just the resolution is like they literally spend two hours i don't remember how long this movie was it's been like two hours an hour and 30 minutes over sexualizing these kids Mm -hmm. just to turn the whole movie around in less than five minutes less than five it was like Like, literally (laughs) two minute resolution two minute resolution so it's like spoiler alert she has a panic attack, a, a panic attack on stage. Yeah. While she's dancing with the girls, because a the crowd's not feeling them because it's weird and gross. Yes. And b she knows that she's not supposed to be doing it because she like snuck off to and abandoned her dad's wedding. To, yeah. To be there. It was the day of her dad's wedding, and then she makes it back in time for yeah. the reception. And then c, <laughs> she's she's wilding out right now. So yeah no it's all of that led to the panic attack okay that's fine but 
okay, now that she had the panic, like what happened? Like what's what what happened with the cuties? What hap- What happened with? the competition that yeah, they talked the judges about the that whole let them movie. even go through the yeah, first like, round like you know the the time spent showing us all these kitty cross shots could have been devoted to developing yeah. the storyline further watching her have a a, a twerk exorcism oh could have been god. skipped out on oh my god <laughs> a, a, a borderline naked twerk exorcism is that and did they throw water on her too yeah. so oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 my yeah. goodness. So they gave her a wet t-shirt. She was in nothing but a t-shirt and panties, and they squirted water all over her. If you're a pervert, this is not and supposed to turn you on. It, it, sounds, it, sounds, it sounds way too sexy, it sounds, right? It sounds way too sexy. Like, way you didn't even sexy. try to Mind make you, it sound 11 year olds. So yeah, it's no, like, it's not. That's, it's, therein lies the entire problem. Exactly, exactly. Which leads to, like, a bigger problem, which is Hollywood and... The over-sexualization the, the, of children. And just the actual sexualization of children. Yeah. With those being missing and exploited. Yeah. And not missing, just being abused in a known household full of abusers. Like, that's just part of what's it's, the greater yes, mindset. It's a piece of the puzzle. And yeah. it, it, it's. And okay, so we're going to, or I'm going to turn this slightly where mm-hmm. we have both been talking about like conspiracies and of just all the things. And we, I mean, if you've been listening to Clear the Haste in season one, you already know what it is. You know what's good. So we found a list of conspiracies and we decided we're going to pick a topic, right? And tell y'all about it and talk about it and it just so happened that the first the one i landed on was the namla shootings Mm -hmm. and you decided oh should i just go into it or you want to also i decided on i decided on on eyes wide shut and going into that into that movie and and the the crazy things behind mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but um, the, the, I really like the Nambla shootings, especially after Cuties, because that that's a real thing. Yes, and we talk about Cuties being so weird, and it's crazy that it would make it through all these networks, but like. Nambla is a real organization. It is a real and na- okay. There's case, real money behind it. Yeah. So, in case you don't know, Nambla is the North American Man Boy Love Association. And yes, we man do not endorse them. Boy. We do not we support don't, them. No, 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 no. We're just we're not with their shits. So we're just talking about. We're them. exposing them as best as we can. And the more <laughs> people that are knowledgeable, the the less anyone can be victimized by someone. The claiming to be associated with the organization that's or not. true and i mean they so, so the organization was formed in 1978 but now like today they don't really exist because they've kind of like broken up and just gone into different uh pedophile groups basically mm-hmm. it's like the nazis when right, right. they discover when, them they just right like some roaches, of them went to they Brazil, just some of them ran under Cuba, the cupboards. And some of them went to Argentina. Exactly. A lot of them came here to the U.S. Exactly. A lot of them. A lot. Um, so basically, they have they had this organization and they had bulletins that they would send out and they even had magazines. So they were like published. They were a known thing. And the ironic and I guess conspiracy part of it, when I was doing my research, I saw a bunch of people talking about like, 
oh no they actually never existed that was just uh you know like when they were talking about like mm. it's 9 p.m do you know where yeah. your kids are? like they're saying it was like building up on that hype right. and i was like uh, the published like, works say different. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. They well, you know, people existed. they're paying for like True. people to come in and purposely try and disparage the notion that it would exist just to make it seem more of like a far fetched idea. Yeah, and it's so Namla itself is works to abolish age of consent laws so that mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm gonna just say it: perverts and pedophiles can get access to children right period and because it's like they specifically focus on the man boy aspect of it they try to kind of lobby to be included in the lgbtqia umbrella and it's like no 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 but everyone said that was coming after the gay people got what they wanted next in line was the pedophiles just trying to get their shit liberated but but Yes, I agree. There but are some proud pedophiles out there, no, as yes, evidenced yes, by this are. organization. So yes, they like, are. I mean, the founder of it, like his name is like you know steadily, uh, readily available. His name is David Thorstad, and he's an American political activist. Wow! <laughs> so that just lets you know what you kind of need to right, know right. about. He's that. writing hard for this idea. That's his job. And he was a former New York gay activist, so that you know, mm. just kind of trying to you, you see? see how it you you know, all gets saying? interconnected. You see? Not that you so we don't believe that. No, no, no. There's no bigotry and hatred here coming out of this idea or notion. And we're also but saying that the LGBTQIA community is not associated no, with this. No, of course not. Of course not, because there's plenty of gay people and queer people and lesbian people and bi people that don't want children because at the end of the day they're still children they're still young in mind and young in heart and young in body so it's like you know who wants that everyone wants to be with an adult but there is a subsect of people that are perverted yeah and they do derive from that field and i mean it's nothing against them because there's straight molesters and rapists and pedophiles too that aren't doing it for mm-hmm. same sex love. They're doing it just for the just for. I mean, look at all these teachers that are getting caught smashing students. Men are a little more wary of that because girls talk. Any dude knows that, and it's only a matter <laughs> of time until rumors spread. You know, True. like there was a guy at my school in college um, at SCAD. I'll just say it. Screw it. <laughs> they hired this guy straight out of prison. And good for that homie, because you got a job straight out of prison. But he fucked it up. So I can't even what feel bad do? for him. He ended up not being allowed to work in the cafeteria in the dorms anymore because he started smashing this freshman girl Ooh. that I guess took a fancy to him. Because he was like, there's like a sandwich shop built into the dorms. Mm-hmm. And they serve smoothies, sandwiches, subs, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually the pizza shop above it. But... <laughs> This guy specifically came from because when you're there, you see the same ladies every day Mm -hmm. and you get to know small community. Yeah. So this guy showed up out of nowhere. So people start asking questions, find out that he's fresh out from a prison program and nonviolent offender. But you're working, bro. And this is a this is terms of your release. Yeah. And he messed it up by 
fraternizing with one of the students. And I mean, I guess she's 18 because she's in college. So it's not anything bad there, but he totally messed up his, his opportunity and going for young, a younger girl. Yeah, no, that's, and it's, and it's also inappropriate your place of work. Exactly. You know. I mean, you don't smash your coworkers. If you're smart. Yeah, you should not smash your customers also if you're smart. (laughs) And definitely don't smash your students. Definitely don't smash your students. Unless they're no longer your students anymore and of appropriate age. Mm. And then if you both consent, then fuck it. That sounds like, uh, what was that movie we watched? Which one? Uh, Bad Education. Bad with the... With Hugh Jackman. uh, who, he was the principal oh, of yes. embezzling money. Yes, and, and the little he, boyfriend. He had a boy. He had the boy. He had his partner. Yes, that he was paying for their life with school money. Yeah. And <laughs> then he had he. St- yeah, why can't I speak? He stumbled into the old student that he had. Yep. And then they became lovers. Yep. But I told you that he. So he did have in real because it's based on a true story, right, a very right. true story, very true story. Um, he did have a lover. They. Um, and, um, made it interesting by saying it was a pause student, but he wasn't actually right. a pause student. So they embellished that. Yes, but thank you for because I was going to say embezzled. I'm like, that's not the word mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Um, yeah, no, but he did like, have a little boyfriend in the yeah. movie. They just made it a, a former student. student. Yeah, that is more juicy. It is. Yeah, I mean, you know, already like, oh, we're talking I was about looking it. At you for years. <laughs> we're already talking about it. But that's how you do it, teachers. You leave <laughs> leave your sexy students alone. Leave your sexy students and alone. And wait until they're 18. No. They'll come back to you. If, if it was meant, meant to, to be. be. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see. See, see. You see. Um so Namla. Yeah. Um another interesting thing is their logo. Um I'm going to turn my laptop around to show yeah, you yeah. Willie. Have you seen it before? The uh, capital M and the little B. Ah. And you see how the M looks like it's overpowering the B? Yeah, it's okay. like on top of the exactly. B. Exactly. It's uh, like, bro, wow. give like, me back some space. Up. Like, back damn, the fuck you, up. you way too eager. You, you thirsty. Damn, thirsty so for that this just, boy yeah, love. You <laughs> <laughs> thirsty for that boy love, huh? You thirsty. <laughs> yes, yeah, so... Namla, like I mentioned, they don't like they're not currently recognized as an organization, but they do exist and did exist because mm-hmm. I, again, part of my research, right. came across the FBI, um, FBI rec- um, research about them, right. the pages that they would are allowed to be released. They're a known organization. Yes, they exactly. The FBI wouldn't be investigating them if they right. did not exist. It's part of like the whole uh, crackdown that they did of just outing a bunch of organizations, like all of the the symbols you know the swirl symbols yes um how it's a it's like a triangle for uh boys i, be- I believe and a circle swivel for girls oh. some it's crazy some, like, some weird shit yeah yeah some and weird there, there's a lot of symbolism you guys gotta <laughs> go deep well maybe we'll go deeper into the symbolism one of these or days. maybe have an episode just yeah but we'll just symbolism yeah we would have to probably because it goes link. so deep like uh it will sound um, hotep af but yeah it, it's it goes, real i mean it goes deep the thing is puzzles are puzzles because pieces match and when you aren't sure about something you just simply follow the crumbs yeah and eventually and you, and you put them together you just put the pieces together they fit and that's the thing with puzzles like you put two pieces together on one side of the puzzle and you're like how will it end up matching to the bigger picture exactly and it always does it always does but always does. i mean hey we're over here just doing simple research on public known forums. We're not breaking any ground here. 
We're just simply educating those that might not know. Yeah, and like again, we're not finding like confidential information. All this information is this is right all there. public knowledge. It's all public knowledge, and which public makes it worse because it's like you. This is just floating out there. It's just sitting there. So the fact that it's being walked over and around and passed by and not buried, it's ridiculous. Because we put not a lot of effort into this research. I put a, I, no, 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 no. Well, no. I mean, I worked hard on uh, my research. <laughs> I I looked past the first page on Google. Of course, of I course. did my due no, diligence. No, 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 of course. No, I mean, I don't. I even, get, we. I didn't go to the library yeah. and check out no books. No, 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 no. We ain't do all that now. But I'm saying like we put we put real research into it, of course. But I'm saying like we didn't like go and talk to any professors and go to you know secret drive up to and, san francisco to yeah <laughs> like no i'm not gonna like i didn't go and pull out the microfiche and like <laughs> oh this is this is 1830 these people are having this and look at this symbol like we didn't do all that that's that's deep we just simply use she uses google i don't use that tracking ass site to, <laughs> yes, no I, I use it for casual stuff like where can i eat tonight but when it comes Eats to like researching me. stuff, I use DuckDuckGo. Oh, okay. And okay, okay. I mean, they're they're tracking you too, but at least they're pretending like they're not. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know which <laughs> yeah. one's better, honestly. You know, I mean, uh, it's it's tough because everyone, your digital cookie and footprint is deeper than you know. Yeah. It's like an iceberg, which we got these topics from. Like, there's what you see on the surface, which everyone talks about. Blah 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 blah. But then you go deeper and you're like, oh, 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 oh how do you know? How do you, how do you have that? How do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Which you, well, you watched a documentary. Maybe we'll tap into that later. But they're out here watching y'all and looking and knowing and, that, the, and building the thing a is, whole profile for your AI clone bot that they're going to drop. Hopefully it's not a race. I mean, the algorithms are already racist, like we saw on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going we're going off topic. We're going but, off topic, but but okay, the Namla shootings, right? Yes. So they had they um like I said, were an organization like they had bulletins, they had publications that were going out, mm-hmm. and so in 1997, um, a ten year old was murdered. Wow. Uh, by two men and the whole oh sorry give me one second i not one Ooh. second i'm good um so the whole like the murders happened um actually around this time of the year because it was october how's my song mm-hmm. is that good mm-hmm. okay Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Adjusting. Yeah, I'm good. I was like, I don't want to drop my laptop. Um, so, like I said, it happened around, happened in October last year, like in the beginning of October. Not last year, 1997. Yeah. Um, and two men, one was 22 and one was 21. Um, the two men's names are, give me one second. I have a lot of things opened up, a lot of tabs. Uh, they are Salvatore... Sakari and Charlie Gaines, James Gaines. Gaines. Um, they were 22 and 21 at the time, and mm-hmm. actually, I believe it was Charlie who had gotten recruited to Namla by seeing one of their bulletins. Mm-hmm. Again, they existed. Just follow the paper trail, and 
um they murdered a kid called jeffrey curly and he was a latchkey kid and the kind of neighborhood you know everybody where everybody knows your name um and everybody knows your name (laughs) i just couldn't help myself you could i'm sure everybody listening just had that jingle that's how i paused i was like just you know thank you thank you for letting me get that out all right so continue (laughs) yes um so they knew that you know he's a latchkey kid which means he goes home to an empty house Mm -hmm. and salvador uh worked in the neighborhood and was familiar with jeffrey and actually had hung out with him on several occasions and they i'm not gonna get into like the brutal details of it all but they murdered this child literally a 10 year old boy he the last person that saw him alive was his grandmother and he told her oh i'll be right back i just need to go do something and you know it was back in the days where you could just go outside right, right. um and he never he never was seen alive again yeah. um what had happened was the two men had lured him because his bike had re- uh, recently gotten stolen they probably stole his bike probably thinking about it now they probably were the ones that stole his trying bike. trying to lure him exactly and then they promised him a new bike so Mm. that's how they got him into the car and again salvador he he was familiar with salvador and Mm -hmm. he obviously went into the car and was murdered i'm not gonna i I literally saw it like an account of how they murdered him just briefly like how did they do it um they try to assault him and he obviously refused and Mm then um i believe it was salvador that uh put a um uh, gasoline filled rag on mm-hmm. top of him uh, on his face and that was actually what killed him and suffocation suffocation yes mm-hmm. and they um sorry, yeah they try to make sexual advances towards the boys and towards the boy and he fought them off and as a result they smothered him with a gasoline soaked rag okay first of all sorry i didn't reference my information um i'm getting my information from wikipedia as mm-hmm. well as the lanternproject.org.uk um the lantern project is where it has like the detailed description and then right. um the wikipedia pages just have you know general information about right. um curly um jeffrey curly the child his parents and the namla organization mm-hmm so yes he was murdered and then they assaulted his dead body after that they i said i was not gonna get into gruesome details but Mm -hmm. they basically put um him in a concrete block and tossed his body into a body of water Mm -hmm. and but they found the body because they interrogated uh, hmm? oh they interrogated they interrogated the men and Uh, then off of that they went and sent divers to recover his body uh, so who's who snitched first you know, it, no, I mean, always, like someone always breaks before the other person. Well, I think it was. Uh, so Sakari was questioned by the police, and he told them that he had seen the boy riding in J- uh, Gaines's car. Yeah. Even though you know they was riding together, so Sakari was probably the one that snitched <laughs> because he already put the other guy under the um, bus. Right. Uh, so basically, yeah, they. It's uh, it sucks because it's like they make, so they, they assaulted put, him after they killed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's gross. And um, Sakari, who was initially cooperative with the police, he would only like he was vague about where they dumped the body. But right. like I said, they found the body. Um, and this also happened in Mass- Boston, Massachusetts. It obviously kind of changed. That whole neighborhood right. um, has uh, Jeffrey Curley's parents literally talked about how 
th- their two grown sons now don't like they they don't let anyone watch their kids because that course still not. you know sticks to them something that happened to like because of what happened to their brother right um i mean why would you why would you do that that'd be like being a, a race car driver and your dad and your mom and your older siblings all died in race yeah. cars like why would you just allow something like that to happen yeah come on no it's it's nonsense um the fa- the family of jeffrey filed a law a civil suit against nambla in 2000 seeking 200 million in damages but why did they target nambla though because of um, did they leave a manifesto? Char- well, Charlie Gaines admitted that he was a me- like he was oh, a member of NAMLA, an and he member. was okay. yes, yeah, because okay. he literally said, "Yeah, I saw their bulletin," and that's what I'm right. saying. The bulletin is what lets us know that they existed and right. they were a real thing. And the bulletin is what let people who had those ideas feel in- empowered. Exactly, because it was they, indoctrination. You said it beautifully because that's exactly what they said. They said mm-hmm. it caused his violent, predatory behavior and urge to have sex and rape with young male children. Right. So it, it's directly linked. It's in the name. Right. Man, boy, love. Right. No, we don't do that. But they wanted to. <laughs> um, and I, <clears throat> it's kind of fucked up because the ACLU kind of um, def- like uh, were, they sided. No, they were Namla's lawyers, I believe. What? Yeah, but I think it's just a just like oh censorship hum- like kind of yeah. yeah exactly exactly on a hu- basic but it's human like rights you're, basis. You're you're asking for rights that by law standard are illegal, so yes. they can't be rights. Yes, because you have the right to commit crime. But no, they're they're talking on, on more on the cent. You know, like it's just the it's the it's, they're saying oh we just love you like we're just what, good friends. They're saying like you can't censor someone's. Like you can't censor oh, people. You oh, can't censor oh, what people. Okay. Yeah. So see. they're arguing yes. it from a standpoint of just basic censorship. human rights. Yeah. It's just it's just from censorship. American rights. Yeah. Um. Of unpopular speech and like, about bro, sexuality. You, so what? It's not about the speech. It's about the activity. It's about the desire to do it. Yeah, but I mean, because like I said, it never stops at just words. It never, like we see in this case, and, um. The family dropped the lawsuit in 2008 because they couldn't um, actually, they only had one witness prepared to testify that Nambla somehow incited one of the convicted criminals in the murder of their son. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Charlie would not go ahead and, you know, testify for them. Right. Um, but what was interesting as well while I was researching this was the fact that Charlie, um, July 1st, 2020, uh, over 20 years after murdering Jeffrey actually admitted it and this was like during quarantine shit like these photos and videos here like they have masks on and it's like the strangest thing to think about like this man still work- walks this earth he's in jail mm-hmm. but or prison but it's still like if that guy is in prison right now what about the others like that didn't murder a kid, but were assaulting children. They're not in prison. They're not in prison. They're 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 just roaming. They're just roaming. That's how it it's, goes, though. It's strange to think about. That's and, how it goes. And he, so he admitted for the first time that he actually murdered um, the Jeffrey and Sal- both him and Salvador are basically in jail for life. Mm-hmm. Um, the crazy part is they'll probably get out on parole. Uh, Salvador 
is not eligible for parole. Oh, okay. Um, because he was the one that did it. Yes, because he was the one that actually uh, did the act, and mm-hmm. Charlie admitted this at his first parole hearing and Jeffrey's father was like this is just manipulation like he's right. just trying to be like I know what I did right. forgive me and I think right. he's a Wiccan now doesn't matter uh, what yeah so nah, no. so that's you, yeah exactly just stay where your nah. ass is at um but it's just very messed up to think about the fact that these shootings happened NAMLA as a association even though Technically, they did. They they didn't put the rag over Jeffrey's face, but they empowered these people to to do that. Mm-hmm. They made, gave these people confidence in their sick. Well, they were vindicated for having these thoughts to begin with, because there's a whole association advocating for these thoughts. Yeah. So, but under the guise of censorship, and it's like right it's weird it's very weird all that stuff is just weird but like i said they don't exist as namla but they exist on different online platforms and probably were the six percent liked the movie cuties (laughs) they were the six percent um but yeah they still exist and they they these pedophiles walk amongst us and we just need to i don't like Back to something that I had mentioned on something we had recorded. I don't know if it was with Tony or if it was on Clearly uh-huh. Hayes. When I said we need to speak to kids more about sex, mm-hmm. and not and when I said that, I I I mean that, and I I mean that even more now. Right. Where when you create these like spaces of taboo for children, where they feel like they can't talk to you about it, they're right. gonna talk to somebody about it. Yeah. They're gonna watch a strippers or video vixens pop that pussy on camera and want to do it because there's something exciting about thinking you're doing something taboo. But if you open the topic up to them and let them understand that, yes, this is something that happens. This is something mm-hmm. that you're probably going to do at the appropriate time. Yeah. You don't and, hide I mean, that. When it comes to strippers, you should tell them these women are doing this because they don't have many other opportunities. I mean, so not all of them, but not yes, all yes, of them. Yes, of course, yes, we can't. Not all, anything. but you can't be like, oh well, some of them are having a good living because they're gonna <laughs> yeah, use that no, rationale. Yeah, like, yes, yes, no, yes, of yes, course yes. we know not, strippers not are balling, yes. especially if you work in Magic City or some shit like that. You're balling because you're getting what ten racks a night. Yeah, well, yes, the logistics of it is basically that. If you can, if you can talk to a kid about this, if I'm, if Ami's mom could have spoken to her yeah. more about it and said, mm-hmm. and like not made, and again, it's not this mm-hmm. is not a diss on religion because this is happening in Christian households as well. Right. This is not a happens, Muslim household thing. It happens <laughs> no. in every religious household, it, it, exactly. Even non-religious, ho- it happens in right. ho- households everywhere. But being able to have that conversation with her daughter, it, in fact. The shallow storyline was basically once the mom uh, defended her, she was cured from her heathenism. Yeah, basically. And that's all she wanted. Once her mom defended her to be there for her, because she was basically dealing with all of these emotions alone. Her mom never sat down and talked to her about any of this stuff. Yeah, she casually mentioned it in passing that they were even going to have another woman living with them now, and that was it. That was it. I mean, the the mom not being able to to deal with the emotions herself, combined with the fact that you didn't have the conversation with your daughter, 
combined with the fact that the mom was getting punked by her her aunt yeah who was acting like a grandma no it was her it was her grandma it was her grandma it was her grandma so her her mom is doing what was done to her and expecting the same thing and vice versa and the mom knows better but she's just so deep in that yeah it is what it is now plus all this bs is happening with your husband so it's like yeah I, i understand how you can lose track but pay attention to your kids it's it's that exactly but and another thing that we spoke about when you and i were just talking about the movie post watching it was something that i found interesting was that the grandma mentioned that she was only like a couple years not even a couple years old she was like i was around your age when i got married when i was married off right and then thinking about like you know the weird facts that like in the olden days, like children, like women, not girls, even that long ago. Not even, and this is, again, it's not, and because like of we, Africa and parts was, of the world, it, it's yeah, still happening, yeah. And I was thinking originally, like medieval times and shit like that, but it's no, like, no, no, although Elvis Presley married his 13 year old, yeah. Cousin. But, but what I was saying with that is basically, yeah, like they were that was in the as 60s. soon as you got your period they were like you are now a you're woman. good, you're a woman, and they you, still say that shit to girls today, they do, and then girls believe it. They, Which is probably why girls are more mature than boys, because once that happens, it's like, well, you're I do what my mom yeah. does. I do whatever I want to do. While you're washing the dishes, yeah, you also like, like, I can do the adult, the yeah, other adult I'm, stuff too. I'm no, <laughs> no, anyway. So it's like this interesting. Not, I don't even know if it's a dis. I, I guess it is a discussion that could be had. Mm-hmm. That is just like, are we? I don't. I do believe that children are, you know, innocent and should be protected. Mm-hmm. But then you say like, but you don't. What, what are we saying as a society? Though. But what are we saying as a society? If you're like, when you get your period, you're now a woman. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, you're still a child. You know, right, right. It's mixed messaging. S- stop saying that. We're not it, Jewish. This ain't no don't, bar mitzvah shit. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not. It's not. It's having not, a period. That's that. It's that, just having. It's just biological. Yeah, exactly. It's just biological. The food we're eating makes the way stuff I. Like I would describe it the way earlier. I would describe it is your body is preparing to be a woman. Exactly, exactly. So, you're like you're not a woman yet. You're not a woman yet. There's, there's more than just your vagina body, bleeding. Autonomy. Yep, yep. That makes you a woman. Like no, you're you're getting there. And this is the start of it officially, mm-hmm. but you're not there yet. Yeah. So we just we have to you know be careful it, well, with the messaging Puritan, we though. send. Huh? Like in America. Sex is the most taboo thing, more taboo than violence, which is why we have so much of it on TV because we substitute sex for violence. Whereas if you watch TV in like Europe, it's very sexual and that's very open. I mean, I would see sexual things on TV as a child growing up in Germany Mm -hmm. all the time. And it came on around like nine, ten o'clock at night. So it wasn't like super late. And It was on regular ass cable. So it's just the way that America is. We are actually so weird about it, and it's the thing that we're interested in most. Everybody, you make something taboo, it makes it more interesting. Exactly, and that's what's happening to kids. So if you just simply do what you said (laughs) and talk to them and be like, yo, this is how you're going to feel. Probably feels good. Feels good to us. Make it it weird. Make it awkward. Yeah. So that when you think about this, you think... Oh, my parents do this. I don't know. But you tie in the responsibility of it all. You tie in the fact that you having sex at a young age doesn't make you more mature. It just makes you start having to deal with bullshit earlier. Right. And you're going to 
be susceptible to gross STDs and you're going to be susceptible mm-hmm. to pregnancy and I ain't taking care of your baby. You you can you can't even take care of yourself. <laughs> it worked for me and my sister. Shit, we don't have kids. I'm 31 now. I still don't have kids. So it's like your parents are trying to not undo it. It's like no no no, it's cool. It's I know cool. right now. My parents are like, oh, you gonna have some kids? No. <laughs> Y'all scared it out of yeah, me. You told me not to. But um, I mean, you never know. The world's crazy. The world's crazy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah man cuties trying to it said it's intended to criticize the hypersexualization of pre-adolescent girls by being hypersexual by perpetrating yep okay per- period okay that's hollywood man it's hollywood baby Look, welcome to hollywood no kitty camel toe for me please <laughs> none <laughs> zero so that was thank you for that nambla um i was a little all over the research place, but nah it I was feel like it, i got the message was, across no, the message was very 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 straightforward two boys killed a little boy because mm-hmm, they in, were 21 in, and 22 in like. name of in the name of what man boy love man boy love thanks and, to nambla's bulletins but it's also like if it's man boy love why are you being violent exactly there's no love involved there's no the love. violence came when they realized fuck we kidnapped this kid he knows what he, we look like. He knows what we look like. He knows what we tried to do. He's going to tell on us. We can't let him go back. We can't keep him. This is the only It's like the logic of an uneducated, uneducated 21 and 22 year old from where were they from? Like Boston. Boston. Oh, say less. They're scumbags no. in Boston anyway. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting people. But um and yeah i don't care if boston hates me for this i just boston just you ever you meet someone from boston you will know (laughs) you will know wow just put just leave it at that yeah that's that's for real man that's for fucking real so yeah i mean but it's a it's again a larger systemic thing so like eyes wide shut which is my topic for the evening which is a movie from Stanley Kubrick, legendary director, died, dare I say, because of this movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put on your thinking caps. Mm-hmm. So, Conspir- Stanley Another Kubrick. conspiracy within a conspiracy? Yes. <laughs> so, so Stanley Kubrick is legendary director. He, His greatest movie, which people think is... Um, 2001 a space odyssey mm-hmm. i i mean it's cool my personal kubrick favorite is a clockwork orange everyone wears the bowler hats with the star around the eye i've never seen that movie yeah you, well you should watch it it's it's messed up true kubrick movie like the oh guy he also did crazy. the shining okay yeah. i have watched yeah yeah exactly 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 so that guy his last movie was eyes wide shut uh-huh and oh. yes that was his last movie i did not know that yeah <laughs> yeah so um he so just a little backstory on the on the movie itself so he kubrick was kind of like a perfectionist so he took him a long ass time to do everything like he was always trying to find the break down the actors make them forget that they're even acting and just be real. Live in it. Yeah, exactly. Live in the moment. Like they tell actors all the time. He was actually about that life. Mm-hmm. And um, he 
ended up so he he got the gig for this eyes wide shut stars nicole kidman um and it stars tom cruise and this is in 1997 was this when they were married yes they were still married this was i damn oh 1999 so uh yeah they're still married at this point it's really weird but they're two of the biggest stars in Hollywood. I mean, shit, they're still kind of two of the biggest stars in mm-hmm. Hollywood. In old Hollywood, because there's no new stars nowadays. But that's a whole nother thing. Um, so, uh, he, he's like so meticulous. He, may, he had his team go out because he's afraid to fly. So, they shot the whole thing in London. So, he had his team fly out to, to New York to take <laughs> measurements of the streets, light poles, everything just so he can recreate it on a set in London and have it be so accurate that it's not even funny. That's how That's meticulous dramatic. he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. dramatic. He literally sent people to do that. And it took a while, of course. You know, uh, he he broke a record for consecutive days shooting. You said it took 400? It took 400 days. 400 days y'all 400 days that's over a year of of shooting one movie over a year 400 days that's the record with 46 weeks being straight filming so for basically there's only 52 weeks in a year yeah once you start thinking about it that way you're like wait non-stop filming and they probably didn't stop until they were done with principal rap and then they just came back and did a couple reshoots get a couple scenes that you missed up a couple pickups stuff like that so like yeah this guy was crazy the film's production at 400 days holds the guinness world record for the longest continuous film shoot for over 15 months a period that included an unbroken shoot of 46 weeks and honestly man that shit's being on set for like a week or two is exhausting Doing it yeah. for forty six straight weeks. Ooh, and you're not the actor, so you not yeah. getting the pampered. You're not getting pampered. Your crew, your it's a slodge. You're spending money. I mean, he spent ten point five million dollars on a space odyssey yeah. in nineteen sixties. And what was the budget in for the nineteen sixties? Um, the, I don't know what the budget for this one is. I can, I can find no, it's out. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it yeah, up while you continue that. talking about it. But, um, yeah, so he did, he like, it's like, so the, just to give you an idea of how meticulous he is and how calculated all of his decisions were, which is leading me into my greater point. Mm-hmm. But this is important to get backstory on what kind of a guy this guy was. He made Tom Cruise, the biggest star of a whole generation really he made him walk through a door 95 times 95 different takes of him just walking through the door because it has it has to be perfect just it has to be just right and the way that you walk through was almost there but i feel like we can get you walking through better one more time tom 95 times just imagine getting up right now and just walking (laughs) back and forth through your door casually not fast just like a stroll 95 times 
That's like a whole shoot day right there. Yeah, just getting him walking through the door. The checks are pretty. I'm sure. Oh my I'm god, sure it was. the checks are phenomenal. I'm certain of it. I'm certain of it. I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. You're gonna do whatever the hell the director tells you. That's being an actor. And no matter how ridiculous it is. No matter how ridiculous it is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. So, um, yeah, I found the budget. It oh, was, was it? sixty-five million, and wow. the box office was one hundred and sixty-two million. Uh, see, see, yeah. see, sixty-five million is a big, big budget. Mm-hmm. That's a massive budget, even by today's standards. Yeah. So what? What's the storyline? What's the movie so, about? Or do, was there some another? thing before you got into the yeah so so i'm gonna get into the storyline i'm curious i'm like i've never seen this movie i might actually end up watching it tonight who knows who knows but um he worked on this script for almost 30 years that's how Whoa. long he worked on this script for because he's been in the game for a long yeah. ass time the space and odyssey was 1968 yeah, yeah he knows a lot of people and to get that kind of budget you need to have you know yeah. like done something yeah you gotta you have to, you have to have connections very powerful people with lots of lots of money that they can just give away yeah and this is like big money it's still big money 50 years later so and this is 20 years later 21 years since this movie dropped so that's massive 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 money anyways big bags um so the thing about this movie which is why I was so interested, which I think it, it ties into the whole Nambler, Nambler thing yep, and yep. cuties and why kids are like so sexually revered today. Which is gross. Which is strange, but it's not new. And this is the thing. It's Eyes Wide Shut has gained a reputation as the unfinished Kubrick film despite its creator hanging on just long enough to oversee the final cut. He died only six days after the final cut was turned in, quote unquote, turned in. Some Hmm. people believe that Kubrick was murdered because the film was essentially an an expose of the secretive world of sex orgies in the upper echelons of the old boys network where billionaire bankers media moguls and royalty alike engage in anything from gay sex and pedophilia to the murder of children. And this goes into like the adrenochrome thing, yeah, and like it goes drinking deep. virgin blood and like, it goes, yeah, drinking the blood of the but, innocent. Stuff uh, like what's that. that artist, Mary, uh, um, what's her name the, with the black hair? Uh, that artist, the, uh, contemporary oh, oh uh maria abramovich yes abramovich yeah she has those kind of parties exactly right? she has those kind of parties i mean she they're all tied together they're all it's all connected yeah exactly which is weird that jay-z is like bffs with her but anyways um so there's uh allegedly the controversy around this film is that kubrick was told by warner brothers that he was going to have full creative control and to somebody that's that meticulous, that's very important. Mm-hmm. For someone that would make someone walk through a door 95 times, <laughs> that's yeah. something that we agreed on before I even decided to do anything. We've agreed that I have full control. I always have. I always, always will. will. That's just how it is. If so you want you me to make to- my art under your platform, 
this is what it has to be. Yeah. And that's how he lived. And he made a movie that was true to life, true to him, true to his experiences, true to what's going on in the world. Because he's seen it. Because he's seen it. Exactly. He made several successful films. He knows. He knows these people. He hears the stories. He's probably been to the events themselves. Yep. Like, and we saw, I showed you the picture from a cut of the movie where they're walking in with the masks and then you see the Rockefeller party where they have broken porcelain baby dolls as centerpieces for the table. What's that about? Mm. And they're in the mask and they're having a big ass sex orgy. Mm. A lot of weird stuff's going on. And that's what the kind of stuff that the guy was trying to tell everyone. So apparently after the reason the reason why the the issue comes in, which is why people say he was murdered, was because the cut that he turned in was okay and then warner brothers saw it and they were like okay these 24 minutes some people think it was 21 minutes most people think it's 24 minutes but 24 specific minutes of that movie were cut out removed never to be seen never to be spoken of again and he did not like that and he was like i'm not gonna do that I'm not going to do that. Hmm. And he, they were like, okay, okay. And then he died six days after he turned that in and they had that argument. He, he died in his he sleep. He died. Exactly. He died in his sleep. And I'm allegedly. doing air quotations. Exactly. Air, allegedly. allegedly. Well, no, he actually did die in his sleep. Well, he that's, did. That's, well, that's, that's not, the, that's that's the official alleged. report. Yes, yes. He really died. But, How did he die? I don't hmm. know. If you've but, watched Scandal, you know you can induce a heart attack. Yeah, it's nothing. Just Come saying. on. I mean, he could have been smothered. Who knows? Who knows? And also, they kept I when I was looking for the budget, I came across like the information about his death, right? And they kept press at bay. So the only people that actually had like access into the house to like bid him adieu, right, was family. Wow. So and they probably told them like, "Hey, this is what happened. Okay? We can't let nobody too close. This is it. Nobody mm-hmm. we don't know. This is what happened. So." Yeah, they argued over that 24 minutes, and he died six days later. Hmm. And you know what they did? They cut that 24 minutes out hmm. that they argued about. They did hmm. not respect that dead man's wish. And then they made Big Bang. And they made Big Bang, and they cut out the the juicy, most salacious part of the movie. And some people what will say, oh, well, they were just trying to make it a certain rating. And it's like, no, because the movie overall is still very raunchy and unworthy of a child's eyes yeah so, so it's it's already it, raunchy so yeah like you can't you use that do? as an excuse it's yeah. like it, they didn't edit it down to be a disney movie like, like, they already, no. exactly they showed some titties yeah like, they showed a lot about? they showed a lot they showed a whole lot and, okay i gotta watch this movie <laughs> yeah and and it's more of the symbolism and the in the ideology and the way that things are delivered and the things that you just blatantly see mm-hmm. and you're like wow this is upper high society living these are the things that go on and that was evidenced and proven by the fact that they there's 24 secret minutes out there that yes. nobody knows what it is and no I, one knows what what it is that they cut so it's just Tom like Cruise a, and Nicole Kidman do <sighs> 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, hey. Or go speak to some of the casting. The I highly doubt that's like a in deathbed England. thing. Well, somebody make sure you ask them that question on their deathbed. If you're out there with Tom Cruise or Nicole Kidman, I just ask, what were the last 24 minutes? <laughs> what were the and, secret 24 minutes? And they'll tell you. They'll, they'll fucking tell you. I'm getting creeped out over here. <laughs> he looks cre- over oh, your shoulder. I know. Shoulders. I'm looking out the window. Warner Brothers got him out. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. All right. So, um, so yeah. The the so the, so this is this is where things get kind of weird. Dun dun dun. Because they're already kind of weird. Yeah, I like, mean, you, you clearly killed this man. You clearly killed this man for spilling the beans. So. So I'm going to just recap. So some people believe Kubrick was murdered because the film was essentially an expose of the secretive world of sex orgies in the upper echelons of the old boys networks where billionaire bankers, media moguls and royalty alike. Prince Uh, Andrew. uh, 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 Allegedly. uh, Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Um, Engage in anything from gay sex and pedophilia to the murder of children and that the film was recut as a form of damage control before it was eventually released. And it wasn't recut until after he was already dead. was dead. So the most famous version is that he used Eyes Wide Shut to rat on the Illuminati and just expose what they do and what they're into. And in turn, they had him killed on March 7th, 1999. 666 days before oh. his most famous movie 2001 wait oh so oh yeah 666 days from March 1999 is 2001 and he no, that, is oh, famous for does, what the f- 2001 a space odyssey Wait, sorry, that just yeah. You know, you know how like in movies, like bad guys always give you that speech yeah, of like, yeah. here's why I'm killing you the way right, I'm killing you. Right. This is why it's symbolic. Yeah. That's literally that's what's <laughs> happening. Yeah. That's funny. It's crazy, funny, right? So it's like, yeah, it's we're we're Illuminati. You're trying to expose us and what we're doing. We're gonna be poetic about we're it. We're gonna be hella poetic how about, about it. That? <laughs> 666 days from 2001. That's crazy. Did you count it? Or January 1st, 2001. Oh, that's... March 7th oh, to that January is 1st. Wait, yeah. That's... 666 days. Golly. Yeah. Yeah. Bad guys love some poetry. I know, right? That's just... <laughs> that's, it's messed up. But it's like, if they're willing to do that, I don't, you don't want to mess with these people. No. So... In the scenes that Warner Bros. refuses to release, the director apparently expounds on at like great length on the existence of actual cults. And the theory goes that to protect the leaders, Warner Brothers quietly had the picture re-edited and now they deny that it ever happened to begin with. Yeah. Even though everyone knows. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's that (laughs) and you know something that also is in the same you know 
field of it right. or same arena is um so to catch a predator you know how mm-hmm. i had never watched it before like last year mm-hmm. and i was like what the hell this show is so damn good that like i thought it was like Grey's anatomy like it's a show that's never gonna end right, right. and you're like no it's over like they yeah. had to end it because they got in some trouble and i was like trouble yeah so i did some research and i find out that it uh it was a judge that mm-hmm. was caught um soliciting uh, obviously a fake uh young man right and he killed himself mm-hmm. and then i was like hmm where have i heard that before yeah. where's someone that's been involved with human and like sex trafficking and you know underage killing themselves right hmm mm. That's all I have to say, because we all know, we all know, yeah, no, and we're we not, not gonna be exactly beating on a literal dead, maybe not Come horse. On. So yeah, and I just thought that about guy that. Did legit kill himself, but Epstein is no, way rich enough. The thing about it is that he's a judge. Not. He's a judge because if he went down, he could have brought down so many other people with him. Of course, of so course. they could just have said, you know what, let's just get rid of you. That's true. And keep it pushing. That's true. I forgot. Think he about- didn't actually kill himself. Yeah. yeah. He got snuffed. Because uh-huh. he was like, I ain't going down uh-huh. alone. Uh-huh. If, if I, I'm on national TV, I ain't going down alone. Shit. I ain't. Me, <laughs> we were about to go hang out with the homies and yeah. their boys, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to pick him up. And we're about to roll right yeah, through over like, here. Come on. We chilling. We yeah. chilling. But anyways um the the, so there's tons of like occult symbolism and stuff Mm -hmm. inside of this movie right okay i'm definitely watching this movie tonight (laughs) hella pentagrams lots of dreamlike states and like mirror reflections which is like you know what the world is like on the other side yeah and um so the movie name itself which is um and they're they're big on the whole eye thing, which we all know about the all seeing eye. The third eye. You know, we all know about that. Um the thing is the the phrase eyes wide shut is a calling card amongst others like many secret societies, which it means my eyes are shut to your misdeeds. Mm. Mm. So mm. but brother, mm. because it's a club. So it's like Whatever you're, whatever dirt you're doing, and I'm seeing it, I don't see it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? My eyes are wide shut, bro. Which I mean, if you don't believe that, just look at today's verdict. Oh my of god, Brianna Taylor. <sighs> if that ain't eyes wide shut, I don't know what is. Because it's such sister. an egregious, perfect cut and dry case that just got totally molested and perverted mm. and no justice was served mm-hmm. it's it's a lot um first of all rest in peace to our fallen sister Brianna first Taylor. of all rest in peace um all you did was go to sleep in your own home and yeah the fucking walls in your neighbor's apartments got justice before you did yep and that's disgusting mm-hmm. it's shameful fuck mm. let me find this nigga's name Actually, that coon. Um, uh, the AD, Attorney yep. General. Yeah. Daniel Full Kentucky. F- fuck the Hank Jigaboo. Wilkerson or whatever his name. Fuck every... Like, fuck... Brett Hankinson. Screw him. Just... 
Screw <sighs> the attorney general mostly, though, because you're a black man in today's Daniel state. Daniel fucking Cameron. Daniel Cameron. You had a real opportunity to make change in the world, but and especially was... in a state like Kentucky, where... <laughs> Sure, maybe you won't get reelected, but imagine what your legacy will be. Imagine how you could have parlayed that into many more successes in life because you did the right thing. You know what he he is? He's that video of that coon next to Trump that was trying to get his hand. Yeah, trying to get his hand shook. (laughs) And they were like ignored his ass because once they uh, brought Daniel Cameron out at the RNC. We already knew what it was. Yeah, of course. We already knew what it was. Like you, you, you've proven your allegiances. Black voices for Trump. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Black. I mean, speaking of, you saw the lady on the plane. Yeah, I saw. I saw the lady. I was. I was on a flight. I was, you know, very, very safe. Took all my precautions, and I was happened to be on a flight coming out of the big state of Texas. And I, there was this uh, lady that had like come next to me. She tried to charge her phone and she like, it was just like unnecessarily nice to me. And she was a black lady. So I was just like, oh, whatever. We chilling, whatever. And then I get a proper look at her and this bitch is wearing a black voices for Trump shirt and a hat. And going she, all out, going all out. She gets on the plane. Her fellow white people that are standing for Trump are like, oh, I like your shirt, blah, blah, blah. And I bet she felt all the validation that she never got in her childhood coming through that day. And it's just so disgusting to see. Like, there's, it's it's just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's, it's a lot when I'm like on social media and I, I'm, you know, seeing like, I'm, I must not be the only person who's this outraged. And then I come across a comment by this person and he's saying, oh yeah, I understand the outrage, but like she shouldn't have been, um, what, committing nigga sleeping? No. And the thing is that he said she shouldn't have been committing a crime. And like you said, she was asleep. And this person's talking about, I'm an avid Black Lives Matter. But they're so used to saying that. It was a black man saying this. Wow. But you know, you got to watch out because a lot of people have been taking avatars. No, I I went on this page. It was a real, it was a real black, it was a real person. It was, it was not a bot. Because, you know, you can, you know, self-hate is a real thing. Self-hate is a real thing. It's a real thing. And people make fun of like, it's hilarious to think of Uncle Ruckus, but (sighs) that doesn't come from nowhere. Like, that's a real thing. And that didn't stop at slavery. There, people think Uncle Tom's and them kind of people were just hanging with Massa and went down with the ship. No, No. like that mindset persists and it originates in many different ways. It's handed down through generations. Mm -hmm. It manifests itself over time via toxic and traumatizing experiences Mm -hmm. there's many ways that self-hate can present itself within someone it can even be subconscious and you don't even know you're doing it no you're doing it but you are you know but let's clarify some things brianna taylor was completely innocent right she was a emt her job was to save lives right another thing speaking of emts the police i'm not even i don't even want to call the cowards that murdered her mm-hmm. dismissed the emts before they executed their no-knock warrant mm. also the don't 
They went in to kill. They went in to kill. And what makes it so sad is knowing that she was alive 20 minutes after. 20 minutes after she got struck. Shut the fuck up. She was still alive. The person, she could have saved her own life, but obviously it wasn't her job to in that moment. The people whose job it was to do that had been dismissed by her fellow first responders. And then the fact that the fucking, the fucking cops were so, the cowards were so stupid. They shot at each other as well. The injury that was sustained by the um, coward came from another cop came from another fucking coward and then try to pin that on her boyfriend her boyfriend got arrested before any of these people ever got arrested right he had a charge put up on him for defending himself in his own home before they got a charge because some white dudes in jeans and t-shirts and some plaid shirts just showed up out of nowhere at 4 a.m to my house Busting in the door and shooting shots. It's either I'm gonna let these random strangers kill me, or I'm gonna utilize this weapon that I legally obtained. I took to protect myself. Second fucking amendment that y'all love to throw out when exactly, it benefits y'all. Exactly. So come on, the simple fact that they acquitted him should have been a guaranteed guilty verdict for those cops. And also to. To solidify. Because someone was murdered. Someone was... You charged him with attempted murder. Do you know her autopsy said she had no injuries? Yeah. Imagine getting shot... How many times was she shot? Hella times. Hella times. And them saying she sustained no injuries. Okay, okay. What I wanted to... How am I dead then? How am I dead? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. it's, It's an infuriating case because it's egregious. And like we said earlier, you follow the dots. Things just make sense. And the people in power twist and skew things to try and make it fit their narrative. And it just doesn't work but they don't care the, because the, good enough is good enough and the thing that people are talking about well they had a warrant the people that they had the warrant for that had this that were, were taking part in criminal activities had mm-hmm. already been arrested mm-hmm. so what the fuck i know right what the actual fuck so shame on you daniel cameron shame on just everybody that led this egregious activity like shame on the judges shame, for shame on the grand pressure. jury shame on y'all i hope i don't want to put curses Supreme on cut. y'all but i hope you guys get haunted for the rest of your life i hope you know no joy and no happiness ever from this day forward period all righty <laughs> well it's just it's just not fair like people can say oh 12 million her family got a settlement of 12 million and it's exactly exactly that a settlement because i'm sure her family would prefer to have brianna over that 12 million dollars right and i'm sure if the, all they have to get is money 12 million isn't that much also it's taxpayer for, money for how egregious <laughs> yeah you paying for your own settlement we like they that's and you it's know, crazy this is the whole defund the police shit when you when you when you say defund the police and you actually look at how much the police department gets they make a lot they make a lot but of money. they're we essentially gave and, them the power to become their own mob and the thing is they don't pay for their own mistakes because yeah. 
we're all human mistakes happen right and i'm not above saying well you know this could have honestly all in all been a mistake right but if you make a mistake and every time a police officer makes a mistake taxpayers pay for it not nothing from their huge ass budget don't you think it would teach them a lesson to stop making these mistakes if they actually were facing monetary penalties like right maybe charging them is too much and it's too like we can't get new squad cars this year because bobby shot 12 people and And, now we gotta pay eight families all this money like come on come on come on get just get get a get a grip the thing is state versus people is going to be at its worst when people wake up and realize that it doesn't need to be this way but it's already too late because they're already militarized and the thing is also you can't beat tear gas also also watching the netflix documentary the social dilemma right lets me know that the way I feel so passionate about, you know, about the wrongs that have been done is the way some people feel so passionate in the other direction. And, you know, honestly, it's not their fault because if you watch The Social Dilemma, it literally talks about how whatever you like feed into, you get pumped more of that right. in your internet so you're activities. In a bubble and you don't exactly, even exactly. Intend so to be. how I'm seeing all these articles talking about, you know, this is how they fucked up. There's people seeing on the same internet that I'm on, seeing articles talking about, oh, oh, another thing that I forgot, Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend, who was uh-huh. actually involved in the legal activities that did not take a plea deal to say that she was involved. Right. Those people on the other side that are getting radi- radicalized the other way are seeing the articles talking about her ex-boyfriend was a criminal and she had something to do with it and not mm-hmm. clicking into the articles, not reading it. And the thing is we live in the we live in a non-censored society for the most mm-hmm. part where you can just start a blog and write whatever the fuck you want on it and publish it to the world. Right. There's no fact checking. Right. So it's a lot. Rest I mean, in there's fact checking when you're big and famous and out there already, yes. but by then it's too late. It's too late. You can I mean, spew whatever people, you want to spew to get to that point, and right. then you have to start. But taking then you have two million people that already believe your bull. So exactly. I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a weird system that it is, but it's all systemic. It's all it's systemic. All, systemic. all the police, the bull, the judges, even this satanic Illuminati cult shit. Mm-hmm. All of this is systemic. Nambla, it's systemic. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be methods in place to a protect those that are starting this shit up and at the top mm-hmm. b to protect those who are keeping it afloat and running and c to keep those ideas out there because everyone knows that it's not natural it's not so i mean that's just that's just part of it the system has to be dismantled yeah we like you can't it you can't just reform you have to take it apart and the system scratch is the system encompasses everything yeah it's not just people think the system's like government the system's police like No. no the system is society the system is the structure of having 
one percenters and having everyone else. That's system. Mm-hmm. That's people. Some people are lucky. Some people are not. That's the system. system. Is food desert. Because everyone's the damn same. Everyone squirted mm-hmm. out of somebody's vagina or came out of someone's stomach. And that's reality. But all that other stuff is just made up. So everything yeah. can be changed. People just choose not to. The idea that, oh, this is too big of a change to make. Society can't handle it. Who came up with the stuff Ooh, that we're yeah, like, we so attached be, to now? Exactly. We wouldn't be nowhere if that was the attitude that we had previously. Exactly. We would be nowhere. So anything be. is possible. And just to, I mean, the, the system that is in love with the Illuminati and created that environment for that to be a real thing that created the environment that Stanley Kubrick talked about mm-hmm. in, in freaking eyes wide shut in 1999. It's the same system that killed the man. Yeah. Cause you gotta be a fucking idiot to not believe that he got killed and that he just naturally died. Just uh, all, just coincidences. all coincidences. No, nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So it's like, and, and just to circle back real quick and answer your question of what it's about. So, uh, it's literally about what's what about what's oh what eyes wide shut is about oh yeah <laughs> well <laughs> i mean we we're talking yeah, about a we, lot of we've things. been going we've been we really have been going so just real quick it fo- eyes wide shut follows the erotically charged misadventures of dr bill harford which fun fact harford is a condensation of harrison ford due to kubrick stating that harford should be like Ford, mm. the whitest bread guy Kubrick can think of. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like a low key diss. It's like we need a guy that's so white. So he's like damn white. <laughs> Harrison Ford white. <laughs> he's so Which damn is like white. I didn't know Harrison Ford was that white. I damn. didn't know either. But okay, I mean Kubrick says so. He knows him probably. He does. Well, knew him. He does. R.I.P. But while we're talking about movies, this has nothing to do with anything. It just I just have to say this. Fuck Antebellum, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fuck I mean that, but that again, part of the system. Why do we keep slumping, pumping out slave movies? And slave, they always want to be like, forget about slavery. It's so old. And they make and then a hundred slave 100, movies a year, a hundred award winning slave <laughs> movies. Like what the that's, fuck? That's Why they validated too? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because oh. honestly, dude, we don't need a single other slave movie and they tried to approach this slave movie from a different angle but it's still garbage they, and i fell asleep on it that's how boring and slow it was <laughs> but you finished it and you told me that it wasn't even what i thought it, it was. was they marketed it as a sci-fi movie first of all it was not mm. it was not mm. not at all it was i had i <laughs> got no indication of sci-fi from any of that slave porn and and, and the because in the blurb of it it was like she's forced she's forced to um deal with the past present and future 
Yeah. Nothing in the fu- nothing futuristic happened. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. We can talk about it maybe in the slavery episode that we <laughs> we're also gonna have a, an award winning slavery know, right? episode. Like, award winning podcast. They talked about slavery. Slavery is the slavery episode that wins all the awards. Right, right. <laughs> it's like but, be woke. All this good knowledge, good positivity. Slavery. Yes. 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 Woo! Good job. We love slavery. <laughs> We're against it, but we love it so much. Yeah. yeah I mean, they do because it was the system that all of this was built upon. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Which is insane that we even got to have a conversation about reparations because I don't see no Native Americans building shit. I don't see no Jews in the field. Well, Native Americans. I don't Americans, see no I feel Alaskans like- out there like. All these people getting settlements and reparations yes, and yes, funding. Yes, that's, that's what I was about to say. Native Americans, the, like the they Japanese, just, they mind their business and they get their land stolen, and then they're like, "Here's some casinos for two of y'all." Listen, <laughs> Japanese people bombed Pearl Harbor, and they got billions of dollars as an "I'm sorry" because fucking FDR was put like, them in "Put them in in camps." Yeah, which the terror was about that show alum Derek Mio was on. Oh yes. Oh, shout out Derek. Mio. Shout out Derek Mio. So on AMC, check it out. But it's crazy because th- everybody got paid and paid in a decent amount of time. Like it wasn't hundreds of years later. Yes. It's been almost 500 years since the start of slavery. Right. Just say it this way two full human generate like two full generations I, no two is it two full human lifetimes because it actually it's, hasn't it's been like, that long it's two it's basically like 200 years since it allegedly was supposed to end yes and that's it didn't end for everybody lifetimes basically yeah people also think that oh abe lincoln said slavery's over and everyone was just like be free slaves no <laughs> no that's why Hell we celebrate no. juneteenth Hell no. People <sighs> were slaves all the way up until the 1960s. And some still are and don't even know it. Yeah. But officially on record up until 1960s living down there. And that and that guy, this is all mm-hmm. Vice for if you want sources. Look on Vice. There's a whole documentary. And the sad part is they sent a black journalist to cover this story. <sighs> And he got emotional on camera and they fired him for that. Even though he's responding That's why it's fuck to vice. this fucked up story. Exactly. Fuck vice. But like it's who would come on, come on, come on. But literally there are people that are farm hands, but they don't leave, can't go anywhere because they don't know anything else. That's slavery. Yeah. They don't have a choice. And the people there understand that if we let them go and tell them that they have other options, it's going to not benefit us. And the us is always some old white family that's down there. That's been doing the same shit since slavery was a thing. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just wild. Do you have any affirmations? It's like bombs over Baghdad right now. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Let me check my citizen real quick. But it's like, explosions outside right now yeah it well, sounds like either fireworks or gunshots yeah. if this is the last Guessing podcast game. that we ever get to record <laughs> we just want to tell you guys we love you man and this 
negative world is trash. And if you're of the light and you love positivity and you love God, whoever that may be to you, and you love good vibes and just fun times and positive energy, again, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is the, the best place for you is listening to this podcast because we're going to pump you up so you can go out to wherever the hell you are and you can pump everyone around you up Mm -hmm. and be a beacon of light because there's so much darkness. We all got to band together and just collectively shine. Yeah. Collectively decide that we're not going to be a part of that. Yeah. We're not going to just let things happen as they've been happening. We are now the generation that decides what goes and what doesn't yeah and we can be like true. our parents generation and be complicit and greedy and I let mean, they everything tr- they go tried, but... how mm-hmm. they, how they they tried to make it better for themselves they everyone individually yes but see how we have like a collective mindset yeah as a as a as a society yeah as, as this in our generation, generation yep, yep. of what's decent and what's not mm-hmm. and that's if you ask anyone, even people that live in that lifestyle, they'll be like, yeah, you're right. Like this is considered decent. This mm-hmm. is not. So it's, if, yeah. if, if we can keep that up and push that even harder into the next generation, we're on the right track. Yeah. But we have to have people that are able to step up and dismantle the system. And who knows? I hope Trump is that person. Everyone want to talk about QAnon, all this BS. <laughs> he doesn't have to be likable if he's actually doing the shit that y'all say he's doing. But, but I don't see it happening. Because the thing about okay, I'm not about to get into Trump, but I don't he get always into says it the same shit over and over again yeah, without man. expounding, no details. But that's it. I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm trying to right, get into right, right, right. talking to him about him that deeply. It's just right. give me the deets. Like exactly, give me the deets. If you say armed masked men on a plane came to the rnc to try and fuck shit up with guns and it got thwarted i think that's a big story that you should expound on you can't just casually drop that in a in defense of something that somebody said to you you can't just casually drop something like that that's a major thing that's like saying oh 9-11 we actually fought off the terrorists and the planes just kept going <laughs> um what else were you talking about like what no 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 go back to that that you, thing you what just was that? yeah what were you talking about and everyone's like he's so crazy but it's like nah like why would he just say something like that there yeah. has to be truth to it he is the president yeah. he does know things so it's like i just look beyond the the outrage and the hysteria and i'm looking for people that want to be like actually a beacon of light in this dark ass world Mm -hmm. because it's going downhill fast and like i'm noticing so much more than i ever did and maybe it's just me paying more attention to the world around me maybe it's being me being more concerned about the state of affairs Mm -hmm. of not just my life, like most people, but yeah. the whole world and things going on and around bringing us. Pe- little people into this world. It, right. it just makes it's you like, so hyper aware of all that. Exactly. How can you decide to bring any kids into a world where you can't even let your kid go outside to play anymore without somebody coming up trying to do something? If he's playing with a Nerf gun. If he's playing with a Nerf gun by his damn self. He's going to be shot dead in the street by some overzealous cop that doesn't understand what a 11-year-old black boy looks like 
versus a grown ass man. If I let him, if I let my daughter play outside, is she going to try and get approached by some dude that don't care how old she is? And he's a fan of cuties and he wants some young tank. He wants a young army. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't deal with that. It's a tough decision for anyone to have to make. And shout out to anyone who's had kids in this current era because things were weird when I was a kid, but they were still safe. It was still safe. I never had my parents be like, don't go here or there. I mean, there we had rumors of a molester yeah. on the loose one time. When oh, I was, what? You just you <laughs> dropped that in. Oh, yeah, that was like a... Yeah, right, right, right. No, when I was in Germany, there's like a, rumors of some molester running around, but no one ever saw anything. It could have just mm. been all, all cap. It was pre-internet day, so it was just word of mouth. It was a broken telephone. Yeah, exactly, and that shit was broke as fuck. It's like, it's um, mall Easter time, Yeah, and they're like, molester time? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. The fucked up part is I chose that time to make the worst mistake of my life. Which was what? Sure. (laughs) Make us smile. So I had friends that were very free and they can do anything they want. And my household was very strict. And I mean, it wasn't super strict, but it was strict enough that I couldn't just like go places. Mm -hmm. Because at this age, I was like maybe seven or eight. So I can't just up and go places. But my friends could. (laughs) They could just go to anybody's house. And the the, the military complex that we lived on, the it was separate from the base. But so all the housing was on one gated area, but it was just a gate you walked through. There was Mm -hmm. no guards or anything. So shout out my parents. They probably thought that I was dead, which is why (laughs) they were so furious. Especially since rumors of the molester was out there, <laughs> but which I don't know if they ever heard. I only heard that from other kids, but uh, you never know. Um, word travels fast. Word travels hella fast. And I decided I want freedom like my friends. So <laughs> I, I had a classmate named Byron and we weren't even that tight, but we, we lived in the same building relatively. He just lived like on the other side of the building. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to go to his house, play Street Fighter, had a blast, <laughs> had a Best freaking blast. Ever. And I should have known something was off because it got all cloudy in the skies. Yeah. And shit. I was like, oh, well, that, that's my parents. It was the brewing. anger of the black mother I know, rising. My, oh, my all mom, your ancestors were summoned. Boy, I fucked up. Boy. <laughs> so I go outside and there's like cop cars out what? front of like my side of the building. And yeah, dude, I <laughs> guess I was gone in there for so long having the time of my life. And we're... <laughs> And we were about to go to my dad's military picnic for his office. Um, so, which <laughs> my friends so were there. <laughs> and I guess they came out looking for me and they couldn't find me and they were trying to leave. So they freaked out and called the cops. And here I come just <laughs> trampsing home. <laughs> What's going on? And, <laughs> and I came through the door and it was like, it was like all hell broke loose. They're like, where were you, by? And I got a, I got a whooping yeah. in my room. It's like, if you, if you cared about yeah, me so much, like, why were you hitting the, me? I know, right? yeah. Like, the goddamn cops were there. I was still getting a whooping. Like, what are you, like, help me, nigga. <laughs> and then, uh, me, and we, after all that drama and the whooping and all of that, we still went to the damn picnic. <laughs> <laughs> they said, fix your face and let's go. <laughs> I know, right? And these badass kids were like, oh, we heard that you got in trouble. 
you can't do what we do, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck you niggas. <laughs> the rumor spread so fast. I know, right? Thanks a lot, Dominique Prim Doss and Harvey Moore. You niggas got me Not in the trouble. First, the last Yes, I'm putting you niggas on blast. <laughs> oh my god! But was, yeah, just a little comic so relief for thank this dark for ass show. Yes, but um, thank you for sharing. Of course, of course. Thank you for listening, and thank all of you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. I think we're at a pretty, pretty good, good section here. Mm-hmm. You got um, affirmations. Uh, I I have some affirmations. I always got affirmations for the people out there, but I also got. A couple IG questions that were thrown at oh, me. Oh yeah, so we'll do the affirmations after and the IG yeah, questions, or yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, definitely. Cool. So, just real quick, I ain't gonna take a lot more quick of your haters. time because we did cover everything. But IG questions. Um, first one comes from, and it's a little bit out of date because I ain't gonna lie. When I took most of these questions, it was like. Uh, a week or two ago so it's all good first question if it's still relevant (laughs) just some light ass questions we can just cover a little bit and move on Mm -hmm. all right so first question coming from my boy mr michael young mike what's good dog he said why did lakers lose game one of round two after six days off (laughs) because man no one seed gives a damn about an eight seed especially in the playoffs where no eight seed has ever beat a one seed and it probably won't happen. This is when they play the nuggets. This is when the Lakers played the blazers. Oh, I know. And they yeah, lost. They're but back home now, fast forward, they're home. They're on vacation. They're in Cabo. They're in Cabo. The Lakers are playing the we Nuggets. We're going to be Cabo soon, too. I, I don't know, know when, right? but we're going to go. <laughs> the Lakers, Lakers are freaking chilling. So it all worked out. Don't worry, buddy. And coming from my boy Dane, he had a couple questions. He one he just simply one of the questions just simply says porn, <laughs> <laughs> which is and the other question is Mr. Marcus. Which, oh my god! I Dane. mean, if we're talking about those two things specifically, Mr. Marcus is a legend. <laughs> He's a tell tell the people who Mr. Marcus I mean, is. Mr. Marcus is a black adult male entertainer. He's famous for always being in his scenes performing with a baseball cap on his head. <laughs> Front ways, not back. <laughs> that's okay, that's more fucked up too. Like, wait. <laughs> so like, yeah, he's like, hey Arnold, I always go somewhere with my hat. Oh my god. But he's the hey Arnold of porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's famous. He was with Corinne Steffens. Uh, Superhead, Superhead, you know, Superhead, he was like Superhead. He's been a, he's been around the block. He was on Monique's show before it got canceled. So, you know, he tried to make the mainstream crossover, but it didn't really work out because no. black porn stars aren't respected in their industry, much less in society. Ooh. So, bars. That's a whole another thing. But I mean, I'm not down in sex work, but it ain't for me. It ain't for most people. But that guy's a legend in what he does. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he does it anymore because how long can you last having unprotected sex with a million people a year? But uh, I'm, I'm sure you could last long if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to. I mean, Ron Jeremy lasted for a long ass time. 
I don't know all these porn stars off the top of... Ron Jeremy is another legend in the game. <laughs> legend in the game. Like, he's like an MLB yeah, yeah, At this point, he's like Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, he's just it. some short, gross, fat, white guy, Jewish, porky-looking dude. Uh-oh. He's just do a porno ridiculous. Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, when you're a young man and you go to school with other young men, you learn a lot. Yeah, so, clearly. Um... Trump has a small dick. Yes, that was a question. Well, it it was a question, but more of just a statement because it had a period instead of a question. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting us know. And who started Blue Lives Matter? That's hella petty. It is. I agree because niggas is not killing cops. Cops are killing niggas. And also, blue lives aren't a thing. You're, there are no blue lives. Once, once you, you take your uniform off, no one will what? know that you're, you're a cop. You're not blue no more. You can say, I'm you're in the Marines. You're not even blue in the, the, the... Your uniforms, most of the time, aren't even cop, blue. Co- cop uniforms aren't blue. What is so, this, 1968? <laughs> Come on, no. Like watching Lovecraft country. I know, country. right? Come on now. Like, are no, are these Canadian even? cops? Like, come on. Yeah, no. Um, blue lives aren't actually a thing. It's just uh, a, a hater. You're a cop. Yeah, I mean, just, just it, say you're a cop. The thing is, the person who decided to use the term blue lives matter is just a simple dick, and they don't want to say that I'm racist. Yes. So they want to seem make it seem like, oh, no, there's an other side to that token when there is not sides. We're just making a simple statement because yep. it seems so hard to understand. Yep. Black lives matter. Yep. It may not matter to you, but they, they matter, matter and they matter to the families of the people that you screw over. It matters to the people that you kill. They matter to the people that you incarcerate. Mm-hmm. They matter to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the thing is. Don't be a dick. Don't just. It's so easy to just not it's be a so dick. It's so easy. It's so easy. But hey, yeah. people always take advantage of their power. And it's just like, you know, always. just use simple sense. Jane Austen. No one said that. black, only black lives matter. Nobody mm-hmm. said that. That's literally not what it says. That's not what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So just use common, you know, Come decency on. Common and sense. reasoning Shit. skills and grammatical skills. Exactly. Don't That's be stoops. It. Don't be stupid. Don't be stoops. And the final question is, um, why don't niggas in Columbia, South Carolina know how to level up? (laughs) I don't know. You know, I think it's a a problem with niggas in general not knowing how to level up because you only know what you see. Tad and Chad grew up with dads in Fortune 500 companies that. Um, they understand a level of success and what that's supposed to look like and how to attain it. Mm-hmm. The average black male doesn't have, even if they have both parents in their life, a lot of our family members come from blue collar backgrounds. If you're black in America today. So yeah, we're breaking that mold now. I mean, mm-hmm. my sister's a therapist, so it's shout like, Kiana. you know, shout out. So, um, can I just say something as well? Yeah. Yeah. There's it. also the this, this saying, like, you can't be what you don't see. And there, like, if you don't see people that look like you dreaming big and going for it. Right. 
some people some people need to see that to do it some people don't some people just feed it within them like right this is so random but yeah when i was younger i literally i'll never forget i was like literally nine years old this is probably the first instance of like manifestation that i remember Mm -hmm. that i can actively remember Mm -hmm. i was nine years old i was still living in nigeria and i remember going on the way to school in the car looking out the window like i was in a music video being like (laughs) is this all there is? Like, yeah. am I going to live here and live this life for my entire life? I was nine years old. Right. Being, I don't even know how I, these thoughts <laughs> came into my head. Being all existential and shit. <laughs> I was. And I shit you not, three months later, my parents are like, oh, by the way, we're moving to South Africa. Oh, there you go. There, there's more to it. <laughs> there's, but that's the thing. It's like the strangest, like, I just... I say that to say that me, I didn't necessarily see. It wasn't something that I saw doing that made me be like, oh, this is what I want. It was something that was just like deeply embedded in me. Like how it was also very deeply embedded in me that I was like, I'm going to be a business owner. I don't know when or how or when, Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to. Right. Period. What business? I don't know yet. We'll see. And that's currently my life now. So it's just that you don't see. You can't. Some people cannot be what they don't see. And the same way there's like early adopters and then late adopters. There's some people that don't need to see the vision to go for it. Mm-hmm. And some people need to see it mapped out, blueprinted out, A, B, C, D, all the way to Z and then back from A again. Right. And I think that maybe in Colombia, it's, it's a case of that where, um, and it's interesting because as like, this was supposed to be quick, but as a Nigerian, I see a lot of, Nigerians trying to get out of Nigeria by any means and any visa necessary. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand of that, you see like people in Colombia, I'm just using the two as an example, that mm-hmm. are like, I'm good. Like, yeah. They got their American passport. Chill. They don't even have a passport. They don't have a passport. <laughs> They're just like, living can, locally. But someone in Nigeria would literally kill, yeah. join a cult and kill right. for the passport that you can just go to the post office and apply for and get. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Nigeria, you gotta she, you gotta go through hoops. You gotta sacrifice your firstborn. Shake hands. To, yeah, you gotta shake hands. <laughs> multiple hundred dollars. Well, that's if you're doing it legally, actually, or illegally. It doesn't matter. I just say that to say that they're some people it. just don't see the... They're just complacent. Maybe that's just it. They're just complacent and yeah. they're comfortable. Which isn't that it get, but that term complacent gets a bad rap. Yeah. Everyone's a go getter. Oh, I'm a hustler. Blah, nah, blah, blah. I just want to chill, man. But sometimes you do just want to chill. Like, I don't want to do all this extra stuff. And I definitely don't want to go somewhere I've never been. But I could see how that would be a mindset, a mind state for somebody that has never been or done anything. But. I just could never. But the thing is, you also, you you can stay in Colombia and still level up. That's true. That's you don't true. have to. You don't have to be you, still working for somebody or, you know, clocking into a shitty ass job. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can literally do anything you want. But I think that's where it comes down to. People are like, oh, how would I start a business? Where would I get the money? Who would buy it? Who would I sell to? Like, Why are you asking these questions? You could just start. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> figure out the figure out the answers you really the only way to know is to do it and that's with anything that's with anything so hey and you fail upwards you're you're, like failure is um uh failure is progress but yeah failure is guaranteed yeah so once you already know you're gonna fail yeah 
and you you as you fail you learn there's levels of failure of course but pushing you're always gonna fail you're always gonna hit a snag you're always gonna and this is leading directly into affirmation so we can close this up Mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want whether you think it's something totally ridiculous or not all you have to do is take the steps towards it if Mm -hmm. you decide i want to be this i want to do that i want to go here all you have to do is make that decision say it out loud manifest it within yourself and within the universe Mm -hmm. and go ahead and take the steps and watch how things just kind of move themselves into place Mm -hmm. all of a sudden your friend's like oh i I just got a passport you want to go get yours that's crazy because i was just thinking about going somewhere Mm -hmm. that's how it starts then boom y'all got a passport somebody comes up yo i just won free airfare from my airline loyalty club Mm -hmm. y'all want to go somewhere oh that's crazy i i was just yo this place just opened up for covid to americans like Yeah. yeah we can go now like what there's nothing holding you back yeah there is no no excuse and the world is trying to get back to normal sure but you can't fall back into your same patterns of I'm going to just get a regular ass job and work and grind until I can do something. No. You have to make the decision to make whatever you want work for you and happen mm-hmm. for you by any means necessary and not any nefarious means, but just hard work and hustle and yeah. dedication. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, if that seems like, too much for you you don't deserve it simple as that because nothing worth having is gonna come easy no um and i guess to pay you off of that my affirmation is you know just do it and the universe will conspire in your favor Mm -hmm. it's crazy you think that how is that possible just do it and you'll see you'll see for yourself you'll see for yourself you'll see for yourself toby told you about her earliest memory of manifestation i'll tell you my earliest memory of manifestation i was in germany sitting in my laying in my bed it was like two in the morning i had the thought how old were you i was like i don't know probably like six or seven Mm -hmm. and i thought like man the ice cream man is coming tomorrow he comes all the time he's coming tomorrow (laughs) and i want spaghetti ice it was it was literally just ice cream, a scoop of ice cream. They squeeze through a, a spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti strainer and it turns into spaghetti. But it's your flavor of ice cream and they put like chocolate sauce on it. Like to, it's cool. It's really cool. If you get vanilla ice cream, they, he puts the strawberry syrup on it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But it was five Deutschmark, which they use euros now. But back then they used Deutschmark. And literally it's like a coin. It's a big old, big $5 heavy coin and five deutschmark five deutschmark and i think yo i'm just laying in my bed like i really want that but i don't have five dollars i just need i want it'd be cool i I need five dollars and sure enough you're in germany i mean my bad my bad (laughs) deutschmark 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 i'm still american but i'm I'm in germany (laughs) deutschmark and sure enough i lean over to the left side of my bed it's a king size bed i don't know why i got a king size bed (laughs) but i got a king size bed so i rolled over and I look on the side of the bed and perfect just laying right there is a five Deutschmark coin out of nowhere. And I know that my parents, they ain't just leaving money on the ground. No, no, no. 
that was pure manifestation willed into existence. You know when you turned around, you took the first step? What do you mean? When you turned in the bed. Yeah. You, that was, you, ta- you know how I say it? You take the first step and the universe will yeah. conspire in yeah. your favor. I rolled in the direction of where I needed to be. Yeah. To see my blessing. <laughs> you see? And it was right there. And right I enjoy the heck out Woo! of that ice cream. Woo! Thank God. Ooh, hallelujah. Cue the church music. Hallelujah. You gotta add some church right. music right there. Shout out Black Church. Shout out Black Church. But uh yeah, man, that I say all that just to say believe in yourself, believe in the universe, believe in God, and you'll be just fine. You're this has been a deep ass, long ass. It's episode. been a deep, y'all, but it's been but good. But thank you for lasting all the way to the end with me. With us. With of course. You said uh, with me. Well, I mean, I was gonna get there. Okay, okay. Because I was gonna next say thank you, Toby, for all of your insight and thank you for giving us that dope uh briefing on Nambla. <laughs> that was very insightful. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Those dudes please burn in hell forever for doing that to that boy well they'll die someday yeah and i mean hopefully you get you you ask for forgiveness but that's between you and god Mm -hmm. me and you i don't Mm, fuck with you you. all right anyways we out (laughs) y'all hold it down with y'all though we fuck with (laughs) y'all and if you want to keep fucking with us Listen to the next episode. Listen to the old episodes. Listen to this episode again. Again. And follow us on IG. You can follow us at Clear the Haze. Yes. You can follow me at Gimme Them Dollars. G-I-M-M-E-D-E-M-D-O-L-L-A-S. You can follow Toby at O underscore Toby. T-O-B-I underscore A. Make it happen. Keep it clapping. You know us good. Okay, freestyle. (laughs) (laughs) We out of here. Peace.